They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 7 of Soul Food titled Balance. And we're continuing to look at the qualities of the servants of the most merciful, Ibadur Rahman. May Allah grant us the honor of being of them. So in this episode, we're going to look at balanced spending. And we'll also look at the oneness of Allah, that one of the qualities of the servants of the All-Merciful is their commitment to their belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the oneness of God. And then lastly, we're going to look at respecting sacred boundaries and not going beyond the boundaries set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as it relates to balanced spending, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to tell us about the qualities of Ibadur Rahman, and the verses continue, and Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا أَنفَقُوا لَمْ يُسْرِفُوا وَلَمْ يَقْتُرُوا وَكَانَ بَيْنَ ذَلِكَ قَوَامًا They are those who when they spend are neither wasteful nor stingy, but moderately in between. And look at the beauty of this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an gives us guidance about everything that we go through in life. That even the way we spend, Allah teaches us how to spend properly. And to avoid extremes. And extremes are almost always blameworthy and harmful, but to always choose the middle path. And what does it mean to be wasteful? So Sayyidina Abdullah ibn al-Abbas radiyallahu anhumah he said that one of the meanings is that they don't spend in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Any money that is spent in a way that is not pleasing to Allah or rather brings about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's displeasure and, and anger is actually money that is wasted, spent wastefully. And if you look at the examples of the companions radiallahu anhum, those who were purified at the greatest degrees of purification, that they were really careful about spending in ways just to give in to the impulses of their nufus. In actuality, they were very careful and they were frugal and they were very careful about giving in to the desires of the nafs. So they would actually choose the path of being very minimal and only choosing what they needed and help them in their worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when it comes to spending, so this wastefulness does not apply to when someone is spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's much more room there. But that also relates back to how much progress a person has made in their path to Allah. So people are at different levels, they're at different stages of their development. So in order just to understand and put everything in its proper place, a man was once overheard saying, there is no good in wastefulness. So this wastefulness is not pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So a man said, there's no good in wastefulness. So another man answered him and he said, and there is no wastefulness in good. 
So it's a beautiful play on words. So he was saying there's no good in wastefulness, which is true. And then the other man said, and there is no wastefulness in good. In other words, when you're doing something good, there's no such thing as too much. But still, a person has to be wise, and that doesn't apply to everyone in exactly the same way, right? So that there are different degrees of what people can give in the way of Allah, depending on where they are with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So someone like Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu, he gave all of his wealth in the way of Allah, but not everyone is at the degree of Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu. So then let's look at the opposite extreme of stinginess. It's also not virtuous, but that a person has to be balanced. That being stingy and a person always doubting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's provision and so forth, that's also not praiseworthy and it's not virtuous, but that a believer has to be balanced. So you have to be balanced while making a great effort to use your money in ways that brings you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's good pleasure, right? So that's the first quality that we're looking at today, this balance in spending and not being wasteful nor stingy. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَدْعُونَ مَعَ اللَّهِ إِلَهًا آخَرٍ The servants of the Most Merciful are those who do not invoke any other God besides Allah. So everything that they're doing, all the virtuous traits that they are acquiring, it is part of their servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that they are ibadur rahman They are the servants of the All-Merciful. And in everything that they do, they're not doing it just as something that is intelligent, that it's something that a person comes to as an intellectual pursuit and says, this is a better way to be as a human being. Or it's something that makes a person feel nice or looks nice or makes others think well of them. But actually, it's part of the servitude to Ar-Rahman subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's part of servitude to the most merciful and seeking his noble countenance and everlasting bliss in the hereafter. And the Prophet ﷺ, he actually said that making equals or partners with Allah, which is shirk, is the greatest sin. So this is something that no matter what other good qualities a person might have, if they commit this sin, then everything else is invalid. Everything else comes out to nothing because it all has to align back with the ultimate reality of la ilaha illallah, that there is no God except Allah. So when you believe in his oneness and you believe in his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then the next logical step is for a person to say, so what is required of me? What do I need to do? And then that brings us to this obedience and fulfilling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's commandments and finding guidance in his revelation. And through obedience, a person is honored. And through sin, a person is humiliated and debased. And then the final trait that we'll look at in today's episode is وَلَا يَقْتُلُونَ النَّفْسَ الَّتِي حَرَّمَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ وَلَا يَزْنُونَ وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَلِكَ يَلْقَى أَثَامًا 
And this goes back to respecting the sacred boundaries. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, nor do they take a life made sacred by Allah except with legal right, nor do they fornicate. And whoever does these things will face the penalty. So the Ibadur Rahman, once again, they walk humbly upon the earth and then they have mercy towards Allah's creation and they never take a life that is made sacred by Allah except in the cases, the exceptional cases where there's a legal right, nor do they fornicate. And whoever does these things will face the penalty. There's a hadith where the Prophet ﷺ was asked, what is the greatest sin? What is the gravest sin? And he said, ﷺ, He says to make partners with Allah, to make equals with Allah, when Allah is the one who created you. And then he was asked, then what? What's the gravest sin after that? And he said, He said, it is to take the life of your child out of fear that you will have to share your food with him. And the reality is, is we might say that, oh, that's so barbaric. But a lot of people might mistreat their own children or look at their children just through the lens of their money and how much money they're taking from them and so forth. And some people actually went so far as to say, I can't feed another child. So they would actually uh, commit infanticide. And then the third is the Prophet said, is to commit adultery with your neighbor's spouse, right? Which is once again, a very grave sin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us, right? So these are the three major sins and they show us that we need guidance in all aspects of our lives and that people will justify the craziest things and the nafs will play a really big part in making these terrible things seem like the right thing to do. But when we connect to the Qur'an and we really listen to what Allah tells us, it provides us with so much clarity. And then we're able to live in the world in a principled way and with confidence. So the Ibadur Rahman, the servants of the most merciful, are people who honor the boundaries set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They never take a life wrongfully. And once again, unfortunately, people who are not purified and people who are not seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fighting against the nafs, they'll find all kinds of ways to dehumanize other people so that they can justify harming them. And what we have to see is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator of all. And he's the one who gave each and every person life. And we have to honor that. And when we honor that, we are honoring the one who created them subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then also a person has to control themselves from engaging in any forbidden lustful desires. And one of the really sad things that's becoming prevalent in today's world is the glorification of lust. Is that so many things are really just glorifying and focusing on the basest of human desires and acting like that that's something that should be celebrated and something that is central to the expression of a human being. But the believer controls that desire and does not allow lust to control them. And all of these qualities 
whether it relates to spending, whether it relates to not calling upon any other gods except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one Jalla Jalalu, and controlling one's desires and not taking a life wrongfully, all of these things show us that a person is disciplined and that a believer follows the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the result is that they become more honored with Allah and more honored with His creation. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us that balance so that we put everything in its proper place and that we are beautiful inwardly and outwardly in our heart and soul and in all of our actions. So that brings us to the call to action. One is to be more conscientious in your spending. Be very careful of impulse buying. You know, there now Amazon and different things. There's the one click. Be careful of the impulse buying. And ask yourself, before you get something, do I really need this? And take a moment to actually reflect on that and to see if it's something that will satisfy your nafs or actually something that's important and beneficial. And it's interesting because studies have shown that so many things that we think will make us happy when we buy them actually don't make us as happy as we thought. So don't feel so bad about letting go. And actually, the more that you're able to let go of unnecessary things, the more you cherish that which is actually valuable. And these nights of Ramadan are the best nights of the year. So spend your wealth in what brings you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's good pleasure. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and that he increases us in dignity and nobility and this perfect balance in all that pleases him. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.